Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. And me being the type of person of being abandoned and being rejected, I was looking for that connection through the men that I married. And the fight for me, the fight and, you know, and it, it was failed many yeah. times because yeah. of, I was looking in the wrong direction. Solomon's talk was designed to curate the stories of Solomon's globally. As a facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved and get the advice you need. So if this sounds like you, Why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms, and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence. My guest today is Kimberly Bell. Welcome, Kimberly. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be with you. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. And I usually just get into it and ask you to tell us who is Kimberly? Well, right now I am a single mom of four adult children, one minor that she's six years old. (laughs) And I tell her that she's the one that's getting old. I'll be almost 50 soon, but she's six going on 60. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But I have six grandchildren. I'm a case manager. I've been working for the state and doing case management for probably now close to 10 years. Okay. So I love what I do, navigating resources, helping participants and, and just just serving. I, I, I love yes. being in the public and, and working in the community and diversity and different families. So I'm I'm excited because since the COVID was lifted, all majority of my cases are from different nationalities. So I'm just like, wow, yes, because this is the first time I've ever went into um, different nationalities that Arabic and um, and Russian. And so it's it's just been it's just been exciting to to meet okay. the family and to serve that that population too. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Cool. So well. I'm going to ask you something else, but you said, you said COVID is over, but not where I am. What happened? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's lifted here in Maryland for us to go and resume 
back visiting and stuff like that. So okay. even down with our school system in Maryland, now it's optional for masks. Yeah. So when I, I, I don't mean it's over, over, but it's just, it's everything's trying to lift to get back to normal. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Which I don't think that'll ever happen, but. <laughs> I know. It just seemed like it was going to go on forever, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So as you know, we serve the solo mom crowd and I'm going to ask you, you said you have four children and six grandchildren. First of all, how did you become a solo mom? Four adult children and one minor. So five altogether. Yeah. Oh, five. Uh -huh, oh, five altogether and six grandchildren. I became a solo mom for my last marriage about four years ago. And okay. yeah, and um, even prior to that marriage, I had been a solo mom a couple of times, you know, within, you know, within my, within my journey of life. So mm -hmm. it's definitely adjustment, a, definitely a transition, but I'd rather be a healthy solo mom, happy and well, and living a peaceful life that way that my daughter and my other children can see that. You know, there is quality life being a single mom and just as well as the quality of life being a not single mom, but yeah. it all, all has to do with choices that you make Yes, you know, to, to mm -hmm. that, you know, that is the best for your life. So, right. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for mm -hmm. sharing that. And what is, what has been your biggest struggle or what is even still your biggest struggle with raising your children alone? I would say, you know, balancing, adjusting, finding that balance, knowing when to, because I work, you know, even though I've been working from home for quite some time, just making sure that I have that balance and adjustment mm -hmm. that I give the time, the quality time for her, the quality time for myself without her, actual time for myself and, you know, it, making the adjustment that it's not anyone else's responsibility, but even with co-parenting that I have to balance because I, at times when co-parenting, you're still taking more than if the child is at home with you, more than the other responsibility for the other, uh, other parent, like yeah. curricular activities, like for just recently, she's, she's a swimmer and she just, was accepted in the swim club. So she's been swimming since she's two years old, but those after school, after school hours, after school care at YMCA, I have to make sure that, you know, her swimsuit and her, her favorite towel is in there, the days that it is picking up her and, 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 and tweaking the schedule because I know those two days she's going to be tired, what to plan for dinner, making sure that we get in bed a little bit earlier. Is this going to be the tub night or the shower night and stuff like that. So it is adjustment. And it's yeah, a balance yeah. and, we, and we can't forget about ourselves along with this adjustment and balance, nor can uh -huh. we lack in, in her or the, the child needs and wants. Right, so, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So even when there is a, a co-parent around, the, the fact remains that the, the responsibility, the full weight of the responsibility is on the the custodial parent, right? Right, right. Yeah. right. And, you, and, and what I tend to be believe, and this is what works for me, is I connect with my spirituality with God and and 
ask him for strength and help and wisdom and work in the season and the moment that I am in, not be as anxious and impulsive or in anxiety of, okay, this is so overwhelming. I have to have a partner. I have to have someone to team. No, but just live in that moment and find mm-hmm. that strength from God that you're able to do this. Yeah. That balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so you you minimize your struggle by depending on God to guide That's you. Right. That's right. That's right. Because there's right. a lot of times that you know we as women we 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 want that super cape and we want to do it and 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 trust me, I have to be mindful too. I'm only I'm not perfect. I'm I'm, I'm human, and I might have to you know out of two three nights do KFC. McDonald's, noodles and noodles or whatever, but that doesn't make me a bad mom. What it makes me is a conscious mom that she's getting fed and knowing mm-hmm. that it's too late to do the three course meal or I had to, I, that my, my job that day did, didn't help me work my schedule where I couldn't put that roast on or that chicken on or that, that home cooked meal. But right. as long as I get it in, when I can get it in, everything will be okay. Everything yeah. doesn't have yeah. to have a quick fix. But if you yeah. go with that moment, Yes. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Everything doesn't have to be perfect, and yes. we don't have to do it all, and we right. don't need help. <laughs> yes. 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 Absolutely, I agree. Okay. <laughs> so I understand you wrote a book. What inspired you to write a book? Ooh, boy, I tell you. Well, just bits and pieces of my life. You know, I've been just blessed since almost 49 years here on earth that periodically during my working and career and, and, and choices of jobs that I was able to obtain, that I would at times be able to share bits and pieces of my story as far as when it was appropriate, when I was working with the youth at risk youth to encourage them to stay in school because they're going to need that education. I know because I quit in 11th grade and, and so on and so on. So when the COVID hit, it be prior to that, when people would know a little bit bits and pieces of my story, I said, your, your, your life is almost like a book. You really need to get a book out. And so when COVID hit, it was like, a, it was a phenomenon, but it was a voice that just got stronger and said, this is now or never mm-hmm. for you to put your whole journey and be able to inspire other people because okay. you did not go through that for just yourself. So that's what I did. So I started from the beginning of five years old, being with my biological mother and father up until I was five and then dropped off and never reunited with my mother and father and the traumatic experience that I've I, I seen while I was mm-hmm. living with my biological mother and father. And along with that, my my sister, who was my shiro and still is my shiro, she was two years older than me, but she ended up staying with my mother. They had kids after me. But like I said, I never reunited with them. I had to deal with the rejection. I had to deal with the abandonment. I had to deal with them never coming back for mm-hmm. me. So thinking for years, what was wrong with me? What was what was wrong with this child that you all brought into this world without my choice and never never fought for, never never reclaimed? 
So I had to deal with that with my adoptive family. And I was really blessed to have older adoptive family that taught me morals and values and and built a shelter of stability. And I never seen lights off that I was blessed with that. I never seen the phones off, but also still things happen inside of that home that they didn't intentionally set up for it to happen, but happened. That is Mm -hmm. taboo to talk about, which was I was molested by one of their family members at 12 uh, right in their home. So Mm -hmm. I just put all that in my memoir to inspire and let people know that things things need to be accepted and embraced. First, you have to accept, you know, your past and embrace your future, but be have have your voice of your truth and be told. Because for years, like in that generation era, it was what's, what was going on in home stayed in the home. Even when mm-hmm. I was introduced to their church and and their, their family and friends, I was told immediately that people were nosy. That if people came to me and asked me who was my mom and dad, because we were still in the same hometown where my biological family were, that I tell them that that's my mom and that's my dad. But here I'm five. I knew the difference. Mm-hmm. I knew they wasn't. I never stayed a night with them, but that night that my dad dropped me off and said that he was going to come back and get me and never did. Mm. So, so I had to make sure that I, like I said, during COVID, wrote it down and made sure that my truth, everything that I had went through in my journey was transparent. Mm-hmm. And was and was told to, like I said, inspire and encourage someone else that may feel guilty, feel shameful, feel like it was their it was their fault, mm-hmm. and still taking responsibility of somebody else's actions and behavior. And that's what sorta I had did for years with my biological mom. I weighed the weight of her giving me away as that was my responsibility. That was you know that was my fault, and it wasn't. That was her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And what is, what is the book called? It's called The Epitome of Kimmy. Okay. All right. Accept and embrace it all. Mm-hmm. Accept and embrace it all. Yes. All right. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So okay. people have to it. And so you have a story there regarding your past. Mm-hmm. And how is that all that? you've experienced impacted your life not just today but also decisions your decision making in in your adult life well i tell you one thing was that courageous move that i made made me have hell of a courage now (laughs) i'm making making right choices for me (laughs) hello solar moms Do you want an easy and proven way to experience better mood and less anxiety? Even if you think you're too busy with work and family responsibilities, you owe it to yourself to take care of your mental health. Join my easy five-day gratitude journaling challenge. Studies show that writing down what you're grateful for increases positivity, improves your mood, and helps you sleep better. Sleep better, better sleep. Oh my goodness. But that's only the beginning. Give yourself the gift of better mental health. Learn how you can incorporate gratitude journaling into your life without added stress or overwhelm. 
click the link below to sign up for this challenge now and get a free 100 page gratitude journal printable just for signing up. Join the challenge today because your mental health is too important to ignore. For my children, but, cur but that courage that I can confidently choose without a shadow of a doubt and incapable of choosing what's best for my life. Mm -hmm. And what I what I will accept and what I won't accept. <laughs> okay. Yes. So it it has a it had a positive impact in that you were able to make better decisions. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, that's a good thing. Yes. That, mm -hmm. That's not what usually happens. We usually <laughs> go the opposite way, right? <laughs> yeah. And I learned to reinvest in myself, and that you know we. We get into this microwave society that we we want things what we want just like that. And, and I've learned after this book also that I have time. I, I ask God for patience. And what is for me, Lord, let it be for me. What is not for me, but I won't jump ahead and move. I'll just be patient and embrace where I'm at now. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's cool. All right, so what is Kimberly grateful for today? Oh my, I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for learned experiences. I'm grateful for my past because it truly helped bring the essence of who I am today mm -hmm. and allowing me to invest in myself and love myself and know that I'm deserving of investing in myself to find myself yeah. love to find myself yeah. worth and once I love me I can't attract I can't help but attract someone that knows that I love me <laughs> yeah yes yes I one of my favorite line is that if you love yourself you will teach others how to love you <laughs> yes I love that yes you're absolutely right yeah mm-hmm all right so all right so we talked about your book and so do you offer a service other than your, your book? Do you offer any service? To yes, I'm starting finishing up my mentoring service and I should be before the, the year ends. Next book will be released in August and some coaching classes. But I, mm -hmm. I am finishing up mentoring service and I, I am a public speaker. I will speak anywhere. <laughs> so okay. and I will travel anywhere. And I just love to be able to share my story just to help you know right else. yeah okay and do you have a website yes it's okay www.kimberly okay, www and with the e b e l l dot com okay all right thank you and we'll put that in the show notes as well okay yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> what one piece of advice would you give to a solo mom you're a solo mom who have your hands full and but you have a lot of wisdom there so give us some <laughs> give us some <laughs> Invest in yourself. You're so deserving too. Uh -huh. It will be the best gift that you could give yourself. Yes. Is investing in yourself and mm -hmm. accept and embrace it all. Accept yeah. whatever you want for yourself. As long as it's the quality of life for the best quality of life that you want and embrace uh -huh. it. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I love that. I really love that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And yeah, sure. And 
I hear a lot of hint of self-care in there. So do you practice self-care and what does that look like for you? I do. I do. So like I said, I try every morning, even in my travels, it doesn't have to be on my knees, but just like I have the conversation with you and I was telling one of my girls too, it, you know, it's okay for mama to pray for you and I will, but you have to have that connection and that choice to choose to connect with Mm -hmm. your spiritual being, you know? And so I communicate and I conversate with God every day and ask for wisdom, guidance, or sometimes I just, you know, just in a, in a grateful mode and just thanking, thanking him for for things that has been done and will be done. And music. I listen to all types of music. So I, I, I travel with my music. I go to bed sometimes with my music, but music has been a peace of mind for me, a tool that I use. And I just let the playlist go from, from R&B to jazz, to, to, to oldies and goodies, to country. It's just, uh, that's just the way of my life that I found out that that's another positive tool that I use. Also, mm-hmm. I, I have found with investing in myself that I like to travel. I like to go to different restaurants. I just like to, if there's something that I feel like that I haven't, haven't did and I, and I want to do it, I put it on my bucket list. I have a visual board. So I find what works for me and, and yeah. I'm more hands-on anyway. So I put things on, like I've never been to a wine tasting, but I do socially drink. So that's one on my bucket list that I, I'm going to complete complete this year is I'm going to go to a wine tasting (laughs) because I've never been, you know, so I've set up, you know, my support system. And this is what I found myself, you know, reinvesting in myself and helping my self-care. I also, you know, look at my body as my adopted dad have poured his wisdom in me. He only had a third grade education. I talk about him in my book because he was my pretty much first love and my protector. But he used to say to me, Kimmy, and that's how I got the, the, the Kimmy on the epitome of Kimmy. He named me that. He used to call me that. He said, Kimmy, he said, listen to this, listen to daddy Bill. I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to only repeat it about two times, but I want you to get it before the third time. He said, if you don't take care of your body, your body won't take care of you. So I drink water. I try to drink it. I try to eat as healthy as I can. I have my little snacks. I have my little cheat time and stuff like that. But I do invest also in taking care of my body. And when I, what I've learned also through the four divorces and the marriages and I have all that in the book and finding myself and finding my self-care is that as strongly as I feel about my physical body, now I'm getting it. And I strongly feel that way about my spirituality and my and my mentality. So I try to protect that with all costs by keeping trying to refrain from negativity, any drama. If I find that I'm I'm getting sucked into chaotic or stuff that I can control, that I have to remove myself, that's not good for my state of mind. I do that. So, yeah. and, 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 and I've learned people have to get to those choices to make. Mm-hmm. And this is a conscious choice that I made that I found out that if I don't make it, I can't leave this to make it from nobody else for me. Right. Yeah. I have to make this for myself. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. Right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Kimberly Bell, for coming and talking to me today. Thank that you for having me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's where I can end the interview. 
Mm-hmm. But listening to you, I find a lot of similarities between us. And I have one more question for you. Okay. And we can air it or not, because maybe I want it for my own personal as well. Mm-hmm. So my mom left me at nine months old with my grandfather. My grandfather died when I was 12. Mm-hmm. I didn't meet my mother till I was almost 15. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I was married and divorced three times. Similar. So... I realized at the end of the fourth marriage that I was looking for something that these men couldn't give me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Family, because I never right. had family, right? right? Mm-hmm. Was that, did you find that's what happened with your, well, I should also say that because I was a Christian, I didn't want to shack up or, you know. Yes, whatever. yes. But um, did you find that, uh, have you thought about, you know, your marriage is not working out and thought that maybe it was something like that for you too. You were looking for something that they didn't have to offer you. Yes. Like you said, the one particular two was, which is similar was to doing things that was expected, which was getting married. You don't shack Mm -hmm. regard Mm -hmm. and you don't live with anyone. So that was one, but also Going into deeper, like you said, I found that validation and Mm -hmm. me being the type of person of being abandoned and being rejected, I was looking for that connection through the men that I married and the fight for me, fight Mm -hmm. and, you know, and it it was failed many times because of, I was looking in the wrong direction. Yeah. 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 So I, I can relate and I can tell you that if there would ever be a next one, because <laughs> only God knows that the, that void would not be explored to, to be filled. Cause I'm right. going to be totally healed from that. Yeah. 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 That's how, that's how yeah. I am too. <laughs> I, I was just like, you know, when the ended and I, I, I started to reflect and I'm like, first of all, I said, what is wrong with me? Yeah. You know, my dad didn't want me. My mm-hmm. granddad died and I know he died, but I just felt like he abandoned me. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom didn't really want me. And, and I'm like, what's these men didn't want me. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And then it was like a voice said, there's nothing wrong with you, mm-hmm. but you, you're looking for the wrong thing, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I found it in God. Right. Was, you know, I would my me wanting to marry and build my own nest. <laughs> was right. me, I was gonna show them I could have my own family. You might not want me, but you know, I could be my own. Right. But you know, that poor guy didn't have a clue what he was getting into. Fat. <laughs> you know? so, yeah, I mean, when when you reflect, you can't really blame them because they can't fulfill the no, need. That they just have. can't. They're not even capable. They're no, not even they might be looking for some, right. some exactly, tools, right? exactly. You can't provide, so right. So yeah, as you were telling your story, I'm like, man, <laughs> this girl, <laughs> she's just talking about me right there. Yeah, um, it's crazy right. how God just brings different people into yeah, and into yeah. your journey to to say yeah. get that mirror. Yeah, yeah. so I yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's, but you're not let's, by yourself, so we're all on a mission. Of course, and that was yeah. good. 
God is yeah. good. God is good for us to be able to relate and share those experiences because look at us now. We're we're yeah. still here moving and and knowing that he has so much more in store for us. You know? Yeah. 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 And I think a lot of that healing comes for me anyway, was when I realized God is my father. Mm-hmm. So what my earthly father didn't want me. Right. God is my father and yeah. he's sovereign. Yeah. And once I realized that, I'm like, okay, yes, yeah. we don't something special. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we don't need. Yes, we don't need another father. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and 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 our husband and whoever would be in our life can't fill that void of our our father. But well, but no. A, but a king, a king worthy for us yes. that we're deserving of, and that's yeah. where I'm at. Yeah, God has the king already for us, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just not a father, but a king. But a king, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> love it, love it, yeah. love it. Yeah. I appreciate you being open and honest with me because this is this is a good discussion that I'm sure we're not the only one who are here or yeah. have been there. Les Brown like to say that our stories are similar. It's just the details that are different, but even some of the details are similar. So. <laughs> right. In our case. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Sure. yeah. Well, I thank, thank you, you so much that you have this platform because... Yeah kudos to you because without the platform I wouldn't even be able to do it so thank you for being obedient and having this platform and anytime you want me to come on just let me know I'll be it'd be a pleasure and an honor because like you said we 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 all need to be more transparent and genuine yeah. and authentic to to help make a change and, yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure you're welcome and <laughs> thank you for coming and talking to me today <laughs> no problem no problem thank you Sure. I'm excited to share that Solomon's Talk is now on YouTube. Check out these interviews on our new channel, Solomon's Talk TV. There you will actually see the interaction between myself and my guests. You will also find bite-sized clips of daily inspiration to help you manage the struggles of everyday life. So click Solomon's Talk TV below to watch now. Hello, Solomons. As a Solomon of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you you can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one 917-994-1329 or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer.
don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.